moral ethical issue, and it's also pragmatic, I told you, because the, the moral ethical we can understand here, it's a, from love as opposed to for, for reasons for yourself, and it's, it's unselfish. It's also practical because it's, you'll actually do the best service when you're not out to serve yourself. You'll actually serve God better if you're not out to serve yourself. So but it's also practical, but the Therese Yisrael, where he's just saying, listen, consider yourself to be completely enslaved, you're like a slave to a master. There's, not even a, there's no reason to even think about getting any reward anyway. Anything you do is not worth anything. That's a very practical way of getting the most out of this world. That's all I'm saying. You'll get, you'll get you because you won't stop. I once heard a guy instructing a woman in self-defense. He said, he said, madam, he said, keep shooting until the bad man stops moving. Period. You, you don't think about you don't think about such. If I tell you at some point, you, you're, you're going behind enemy lines. You, you, I don't. If you're in a dangerous place, and all of our lives are depending upon you, if you meet anyone, don't speak to them. Shoot them. Period. Don't think. Don't look. Life. Right. Don't left. Don't do anything. Just go and accomplish mission. Shoot anybody you see. Get the uh, the substance, whatever we need, and come back. That's all. Because our lives depend on millions of thousands of lives depend upon you. At a certain point, that's that's the thing. There was a guy in the seventies who used to instruct Israeli assassins earlier than that also. But he used to, so he would teach them don't don't talk. It's, it's, that's in the movies. All that stuff. You know, in the movies, every time they get a killer, again. Now I want to tell you, blah blah. The professionals don't do that. Nothing. There's not a. You don't speak a word. You don't, you don't talk. That's, that's, it's, it's utterly stupid. You, you, every word that you utter is, is, is danger. You don't speak. You identify the target, you kill them. Right? You, don't, you don't talk. So you have to understand, so there's, there's a pragmatism here. If, you, if your person yeah. understands that you're a slave, you, there's, not, there's not, no talk of reward. You, you are owned. And anything you do is not worth it. Here you're going to be pushing and pushing and pushing. That's the way you have to do it. That's, that's the way it's done. So there's, there's a, there's a pragmatism. And it comes out that you'll gain the most. We're not talking about here about the emotional issue or the moral ethical issue. We're talking about here, you'll get the most if you're, if you're totally focused and motivated and never stopping, then you're going to get the most out of this world. We'll talk later. Here, do you ever have an important job to do? We'll talk about it later. Hey, isn't this... Don't, I don't want to talk about it. We'll talk about it later. But isn't this wonderful? Yes, it is. Sha. We got work to do. We'll talk about it later. There's plenty of time. Eternity's a long time. It's an extremely long time. We can worry about it later. And so, but here, here, don't look right, don't look left. You know, put your, put your, put your, put your nose to the what's it? The, you put your nose to the grind wheel, really? Isn't that gonna hurt your nose? Why would they put their nose to the grind wheel? That's the expression, isn't it? Grindstone. Why do you want to put your nose to the grindstone? It's gonna hurt your nose. Is that? <laughs> yeah, I get it, but that it's just not something. Is that, is that the expression? I don't know what I'm. I'm not what I'm talking about anyway. But whatever it takes, that's what you gotta do. That's what you gotta do. That's the story. Um, and so, so that, and that's, a, that's a pragmatism. We say at a certain point, I say, you know, just tell me how to get the most out of this place. That's all I want to know. And you'll, feel, you'll, you'll see that people who are successful, motivated, they do that. They say, tell me what is the way to accomplish my goal, and I'm not going to do anything else. That's what I'm going to do. If, if this is my goal. Now, sometimes you say your goal, is, your goal is not to get a single thing. If a person says, listen, my goal is to have a balanced life, so then he's going to be singularly focused on having a balanced life, so he won't do any, he, you know, he's not going to do only this thing, only that thing. But we, you, have to, you have to identify your goal. And if we, understand, if we understand that our goal is to have the finest eternity that we possibly can, because that's the will of God, because that's the will of God, then once we get the goal, the only response should just aim me. Tell me how it's done. Aim me. Throw me at it. He put me in a cannon and shoot me. I don't care. Just get me there. Shoot me. Put me in a cannon and shoot me. And once I know my goal, I don't want to know any, I don't care about anything except for that. Whatever it is, whatever it takes. 
And if and if uh, if your goal means uh, you know being empathetic and speaking to people, you're going to be all over. Wow, it's so great to see you. I didn't know you felt that. Tell me all about it, etc. Because that's your eternity. That's what you'll do. Whatever it takes. Whatever we have to know what it is. But whatever it is, you're going to do it with no with no expectation because the expectation of reward is by definition going to is going to, is going to sway you. Am I? That's me speaking. Is going to take you. Is going to take your eye off the target. I told, I told you lots of that I'm going to stop it. In, in my family, all the men have some kind of addiction to pinball machines. We, we're crazy about them. You know, my father, my brother, me, incredible. And uh, one of the things, if you, you, I, you know, they're, they're almost gone. They don't exist anymore. But uh, one of the great, so what, what's amazing is really, and this is the hard part, if you want to be a pinball machine winner, at least at a certain stage, later maybe you can have a little more flexibility. You have to ignore all the stuff that makes a pinball machine fun. The noise, the bells, the things that pop up, and all those things, and the, and the shooting. Because those things, as much as they give you fun, what's the, what's the goal of the pinball machine? Huh? To distract you so you put another, another coin into the machine. You're trying to have a good time, and all the good time the machine has one goal, to take your eye off the ball. That's really what it is. But it's all the whole machine. Yeah, that's the point. Because their goal is to get you to put more money in the machine. Your goal is to have a good time. And play more games, right? Their goal is to get you to put more coins in the machine. So they're going to do whatever it takes. What they're doing is, is taking your eye off the ball. Because they, they're, they're, they're not there to give you a good time. They're to get, their goal is to get you to put money into the machine. You, have to, you always have to know your goal. That's what, didn't even notice it took me, I, I, I felt so stupid. It's ready for years and years ago. You know, I found out, well, I could buy a printer for nothing. Then I go to buy the ink. The ink, the ink you got to take out a mortgage to buy the ink. What's going on over here? Then I was, they're not selling printers. They're selling ink delivery systems. That's all they're selling. They're selling ink. They give you, they'll, give you, they'll give you the printer for free. They don't care. It's the ink that they're selling. They're not selling printers. They're selling ink. You know who sells them? Yeah. 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 You, he's selling you ink. You see, so you have to know what your goal is. Their goal is to get you to get money. They, they make all kinds of attractions. If your goal is to, your goal is to, if your goal is really to win the game, then you're going to stop looking at all this stuff and just pay attention to where the ball is. You see, and that's going to happen. Now, the truth is, a little, it's, not, it's a little bit dissatisfying, you know, because you know, it's not as, it's not quite as much fun. But the point is, if you know your goal, you, then you, then you stick to it. So I'm learning it here as the here. You want to accomplish your goal, and can you consider yourself completely and totally uh, enslaved? Nothing you do has anything, and you just got to do and do and do. I, isn't the truth Hashem is going to give you the most wonderful thing? Is that yes, it's true, but don't think about it now. Tuck it away. Now, just think, think about your goal and, and the way to accomplish that and do it. Then, you, then you're going to win. No bucket list. Huh? No bucket list. Yeah. Well, so here, you see also here, people, even, even in, even, even in, even in, uh, in things like sports, etc. Okay, maybe the crowd can help you, but really, you, you want to win the sport? There's nothing but you and your goal. Nobody exists. There's nobody there. There's nobody. Nobody's around. There's only one thing happening. You, you're, you're trying to do a triple somersault or a quadruple somersault or a backflip or, or catch the ball or run to the end zone. There's nobody. Nothing exists except for you and your goal. And you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised how, how you, know, you don't get spooked. You don't get distracted. It's a different story. I'm saying people who know what they want, you know, who know what they want, that, they really do do that. They do. You'd be, you'd be surprised. We had one guy, when I was in yeshiva, he was a young, I'm sure he was a young man, but he was much older than me. They were all these guys, guys who could have been 10 years older than me, 15 years older than me. So he had made a bunch of money. 
So uh, one night everybody's talking about you know making money, you know as you know what's you know. And he look, he says, listen, he says, he says, he says, well, you know, he says, he says, I fell asleep with my accounts on my lap every night. Every night I fell asleep with my accounts on my lap. That's what the guy said. Don't worry, you think it's some kind of game? He said, I wanted to make money. I did, but I worked hard at it. I worked to do it. I worked to make the money. He said, and a lot of times people people have a have, have a goal in mind. They know what it means, and they and they dedicate it to it. That's the way it's done. So I just see, it seems to me there's a, there's a practicality here. You, see, you want to be a champ? You want to be a champ, you, then you focus and you, and you, and you, and you, you focus and there's nothing else happening. And ironically, you get the greatest amount because you're going you're gonna to give the most, you're going to get the most without, without, without self-interest. Because self-interest itself, like I told you yesterday, oftentimes self-interest is against your interest because the, because the, because the, because the momentary self-interest defeats the greater self-interest. That happens almost all the time. And that's the same thing here. That's the same thing in business. How do we get people to pay us a great deal of interest? We, we capitalize or we, or, we, or we take advantage of the fact that they can't wait. They can't wait. If they would wait, they would get it for the right price. But since they want it without waiting, they're going to pay interest, etc., etc. So we, since, since this person cannot control their self-interest for the moment, they're going to go against their greater self-interest in the future. So they're going, to, they're going to take it now when they can't buy it and buy it for three times the price if they, than they would if they would have waited. You know what I'm saying? So the self-interest, is, the, person is, the self-interest of the person defeats the ultimate self-interest. And the person's got to deal with the interest and the worries, etc., etc., if the person would hold on. So, for example, a person's ability to have delayed gratification helps the person gain the greatest good. They can save some money and get a thing and buy something, etc., and not be always and not be a triple paying and quadruple paying for the for the privilege of for the privilege of getting everything immediately. Most places will give you they'll, they'll give it to you immediately. They charge you three times the price. That's all. So a person realizes you know it's not really worth it. My satis- my overall satisfaction will be greater if I wait. But a person has to learn that. So that's the point. So a lot of times self interest defeats the true self interest. As I told you, selfishness. Makes a person uh, makes a person not not good at being selfish. That's the problem. And yeah. Uh, the quality of the, the expectations is one of the uh, worst skills, right? For person. Yeah, it depends. What you, I mean, that's on the whole subject. But we, we, we talk about the, and there's a plastic about it. You say here when you when you when you're expecting things that don't happen, it, it breaks your heart. Yeah, that's, a, that's the problem. Make trillion and I, and that's the problem. When you, you, you know, uh, unrequited expectations. Now, I don't. That's a subject for a bigger, bigger time than this momentary, this few minutes class. Yes, there, there are people going to tell you, well, don't expect anything. It's, it's, not, it's not so pushing, but we have to see. But more, more, the way of a Torah way in general is to is to seek the things that the Torah tells me to seek in order to serve God, and to and to do my job and to rely on God. That is, the, that is the most, those are the most successful Jewish people. They do what they must do, they do what they have to do, and they rely on Hashem. They don't not do and rely on Hashem, they do what they're supposed to, and they rely on Hashem. You see the difference? The guys who just rely on Hashem are not in good shape, and the guys who don't do are not in good shape, and the guys who do and don't rely on Hashem are not in good shape. The people who do and rely on Hashem, those people are successful. Those successful, you, you do your job and you rely on Hashem. You don't, you, don't, you, you, you don't consider yourself the author of your success. You do your job because that's your obligation and you still rely on Hashem to give you the success. That's a different... Is that a slave? Huh? huh? Is that what... Is that that's what God, the way God taught us. Slave is to do whatever God taught us. God taught us, to, God, taught us to, to, God taught us to live a certain way and I'm, that's how I'm a slave to God. I do my job and I rely on God. That's all. 
That's part. That's part. That's part of my service of God. Okay, that's bigger. That's already we get to a whole new uh, dovetail, a different subject. But anyway, I'm trying to say. So sometimes, sometimes, sometimes it's helpful to take a just a very cold, pragmatic view, not because that's the truth of the universe, because that's what's going to get you. You know, saying that's going to get you your, you know, your best your best job. I remember. Um, I, I uh, I'll stop it. I was a guy, a young guy. I don't know how they do it now, but in the old days, the tests for Dionysus at the Rabbit and Eretz Israel were really ridiculous. You know, they'd be, you'd have to just know everything. So the guy was telling me about Hoshim Mishpat, for example. It's a gigantic book, you know, just to read it, it takes a long time. One guy said to me, just to read Hoshim Mishpat takes a long time. But forget about to understand it, take be tested. You know, but um, so I was talking to a guy, a different guy, about preparing for exams. He says, you know, he learns everything, he tries to understand it, he says, and, and then it's no more Mr. Nice Guy. He's just taking the facts and shoving it into his head. No more nothing. There's no more, no more, you know, the beauty of anything. He's just shoving the facts in. He's at a certain point, there's a certain point, even with the greatest love, etc., there's a certain point, it has to be no more, it's not, hey, what's going to make me do my job? That's all. That's, that's what I'm thinking about over here. Okay. To say that's also, we're, we're in a world where everything is, you know, everybody's nicey-nice and inspiration. That's all I agree. There's a certain point also, here, you want to be a winner, then win. Then, then, then behave like a champ. Yeah. In most cases, it's bad. So, would this be a case? I know anger focuses the person on. Yes, we have to see what it says. It says a person should arouse the Yitzhak against the Yitzhak, maybe the word like anger. We have to see what it means. But simply, the truth is that, that uh, I told you, when we were kids, one group of kids felt if you get angry, you fight better. And we always felt it's not true. You, want to get the, you don't want to be angry to fight better. You want to get the other guy angry because he'll do something stupid. You see, anger generally is not. Um, Resolve, I think, is what you what you really want. Anger is like a drug. It makes you. It's like it makes you think you're strong when you're weak. Resolve is the is the thing. Resolve. You make it. Yeah, your assertion. You you know what's right. and You're going to do it. Anger anger fools you. It's like a drug. It makes you think you're strong. It's like people take drugs and think they can fly. Anger 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 makes you think you're strong when you're weak. It's not. It 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 messes you up. You do people who are angry do stupid things. That's what happens. Everybody knows it. Just if you. If you ever angry, look in the mirror. It's not a pretty picture. <laughs> it's not pretty. It's not pretty. Okay, we'll see. Thank you.